Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Three Geeks <laughs> Podcast. I am excited to be here with each and every one of you guys today. Um, what's so funny, Justin? You, you caught Mike Mig. Yeah, it's a uh, mid water chug. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do, man. That's what I do. Uh, so much uh, happened this week. Actually, not a lot has happened this week at all. But we still have stuff to talk to you guys about. Anybody catch? Anybody still watch South Park? Uh, I mean, I catch it like reruns of it. I don't catch like I don't I don't stay up and watch like the newest show every week or whatever. But I will end up watching the new stuff. Okay, well, it ended up not being true. But um, so they 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 really made fun of Meghan Markle and Prince Henry this week about how they want to stay out of the public eye, but yet they make documentaries and they they do certain things. And oh my God, it was funny. So they move in across from Kyle, and they they put all their news clippings on Kyle's door. But they don't want him to look at them anyway. So then Kyle starts ignoring them and then they get mad and they start going after this little kid for, you know, not giving them their privacy, which means, you know, not paying attention to them. And it's it's really funny. And it it was all over the Internet that they were going to sue South Park because they were very upset with their portrayal. But I'm sorry. It was a spot on accurate portrayal of the two of them. And I, I like Meghan Markle. At least I did when she was on Suits. I don't really follow her now. But uh, it was super funny. So funny. Oh, my God. It was so funny. South Park has been really good this year. How many have we had this year? Like two? Two. Two so far. But, oh, my God. I was laughing. I'm like, this is so them. <laughs> this is so them. Don't pay attention to us. Watch our Netflix special. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever understand the infatuation for that, that particular family. But there's a lot of history there. So that's cool. I mean. Like we have the Kardashians, which is way way, way worse. So, <laughs> <laughs> and they are—I guess—they are the lesser of two evils, you know, compared to the rest of the royal family. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I watched that. It was funny. It's been funny this year so far. I, first episode was about them making TikToks, I believe, and it was good. But um, so, how's everybody doing? Anybody watch anything good? I really want. I plan on watching the Woman King today because I've been wanting to watch that, and it's on Netflix now. So I, I plan on checking that out. So I'll talk about it next week. But yeah, that's on my list too. Added that to my watch list. I watched Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania finally. So yeah, I didn't watch anything good. <laughs> I, I watched it finally too. I enjoyed it quite a bit, and um, I really liked Modok. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> I like that it was that guy from the first movie, and he didn't want to die a dick. Spoilers, but uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry, folks. I I did the thing I didn't like doing, but I thought it was emotional <laughs> material crazy. now. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure. But um, yeah, I want to watch The Woman King too. It's on uh, my list for the Oscars to watch before that. Uh, but you know, anything with Viola Davis, I'm in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's the she's in Suicide Squad, right? She's the main lady in Suicide Squad. Yeah, Amanda Waller. Yeah, she is such a great actress. I mean, yeah, she's, she's really getting, easy to hate in that. She's getting her own show too, right? Oh. Uh, yeah, she's getting a Waller spinoff. Yeah, yeah. We'll gonna make her likable. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure they will. They'll try to humanize her in some form. They did a little bit in. Um... Oh, what's the John Cena show? Oh, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yeah. Well, I mean, they gave her a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, she can't be all that bad because she has a daughter. So. Yeah, they made her a parent. Yeah. 
Yeah, being a parent cures evil. Did you guys know that? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> All right, so we got a lot to talk about. I'm going to get into the main topic now, Justin. And we kind of talked about this a few weeks ago about how Hasbro is like doing everything with Magic the Gathering. They're doing an entire set dedicated to Lord of the Rings. What are your thoughts as a Magic fan? Um, I mean, it's fine, but I kind of want like Lord of the Rings is a big thing. Like, I, I love Lord of the Rings and I love Magic the Gathering independently, and I will hopefully eventually buy as much of this stuff as I can, but probably not this year, right? Because there's just too much stuff going on. But like, I feel like we should have one a year. Like Warhammer and Lord of the Rings should not come out a, a month apart. You know what I mean? Like. Warhammer is its own giant franchise. Lord of the Rings is its own giant franchise. Like, what are you gonna, what are you going to do in three years? Have Scooby Doo magic cards? Like, what are we doing? Like, let's yes. <laughs> air to breathe. You know what I mean? Which I mean, some of them might like that, but like, now I mean, um, it's cool. I mean, but at the same time, I don't know. It, it would be nice to have um, some time to kind of really enjoy the novelty of it, rather than getting ten thousand cool things that in two years are going to be jacked up to crazy prices, right? Because I assume it'll be crazy price. Max uh, Max brought up, you know, just make Lord of the Rings its own game, not Magic the Gathering. But my question is, would it do well if it wasn't associated with Magic the Gathering? I mean, it's Lord of the Rings. It has its own built-in fan base. But, I mean, trading card games is a, is a crapshoot, right? So Magic would propel it into the cardboard scene. But, I mean, now, it might do well. I mean, they've had Lord of the Rings trading card games before. Um, give educate me a little bit because I don't play Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Um, I assume like, is this gonna be its own thing with its own expansion packs? That's a thing, right? They they do expansion packs for Magic, correct? Well, I I would have to look at the rules of it. I don't know what it's legal in, but the, in Magic there's a bunch of different formats. There's standard, there's legacy, there's commander. Like, and all of those have different rules in terms of what's legal in it. So I would imagine these aren't standard legal, but they could be. Like, I'm sure they're legal in commander. Almost everything is legal in commander outside of a ban list. So people are probably going to buy stuff specifically to put in those commander decks to kind of fill it out, or just tabletop, right? Just you and your friends making a sixty card deck, but. Somehow they'll incorporate it in, into like one of those formats, and there's there's a bunch of other ones too. But does that help? Yeah. Well, no. I was just wondering because you mentioned like how they have like Warhammer specific, you know. Yeah, it, it's all it's all in the same pool. It's, it's all going to be in the same pool. pool. Okay. They're, they're all swimming in the same ocean. It's just a matter of what they're legal in. Yeah, because I was saying it's like with Lord of the Rings, like absolutely, I think it could stand on its own as being its own brand, separate mm -hmm. from you know what you have to do with the base for Magic the Gathering. Yeah, I, I mean, I totally agree. I, I would, I wouldn't mind its own trading card game. I mean, I probably wouldn't play it just because I know how much of a, a money grab card games in general are. So I'm, I'm trying to wean myself off of it a little bit just because of my pocketbook. But like, Lord of the Rings is cool and Magic is cool. So it, it, I like the idea of it. But like going back to like, we've had ten thousand cool ideas come out just this year. So it's just like, what do you want? If I'm an eighteen year old high school kid or seventeen year old high school kid. What, what am I spending my money on? Like, am I getting a third job? Like, am I delivering pizzas just to buy a Lord of the Rings card game? Like, you know what I mean? Like, who who is your who are you servicing when you pump out this much stuff? Like, I mean, back to back. You said it's Hasbro, and they hold the keys to a lot of stuff. A lot of so cool stuff. Yeah. They'll be they'll be probably like what Marvel. Well, Power Rangers, Rangers are going to sure come at some point. Transformers, sure yeah. Yeah, they'll pull me back into Magic if they bring Power Rangers into it. But they've done a lot of gimmicks. Like, they did Godzilla. They've done Transformers. They did yeah, I have the Godzilla lands downstairs. I got a pack of it downstairs. I'm not even open. I think they're pretty cool. But, like, I like the idea of novelty stuff. 
I just like the idea of spacing stuff out. Like, give people time to breathe. Like, this is, like, enjoy the – I mean, Warhammer should still be a thing. The, the Warhammer set. We shouldn't be jumping right into the Lord of the Rings. Like, let Warhammer have six months, have eight months, or whatever. But let them buy stuff. Let it kind of circulate, get it in front of people, rather than just, like, oh, do you the Warhammer stuff? Well, tomorrow comes out Lord of the Rings, so I'm going to buy the, the Aragon card rather than go and get an orc. You know what I mean? Or whatever. They so. seem to release magic sets every month. That's just yeah. I mean, it seems impossible to keep up with. It's yeah. I, I I'm curious how this model is going to work out in five to ten years. It feels like they're trying to bleed it dry and then like crash and burn it. You know what I mean? That's how it feels to me. But I don't know if that's going to be the case or not. I hope not. Magic's great. I like it yeah. A lot. Magic's at the top of their game right now, so I, you know, obviously they're going to try to milk it for everything they can. Well, but, speaking uh, of Lord of the Rings, did you hear Warner Brothers is already thinking about rebooting? Like really? Yeah, they're like, let's let's do that thing again. I heard more movies. movies. Yeah, uh, movies. Yeah. Oh man, those so those are so good. They they could really spoil that. They could really screw that up. Yeah, yeah I was like, maybe give it sixty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's wait for my grandkids to have something. <laughs> I remember when this was a thing when I was a child. I didn't hear um, reboots. I heard more movies, but you know, like Harry Potter's getting a new movie too, The Cursed Child. Warner Brothers is all about that milking right now. They're going. Warner Brothers is actually being sued. Oh no, Warner Brothers is suing HBO for uh, the South Park streaming rights. Oh really? Yeah. Well, what I don't get for all these different like the Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, like I get the Lord of the Rings show didn't exactly do well, but television is the right format in my mind for all of this stuff. Like long running series of good storytelling rather than two or three hour pieces of a thing. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe you're not getting the, the name brand actors or actresses you want, but I don't know. But I feel like television is the right market for it. You just got to do it right. If it's up to me, man, everything would be a TV show because mm -hmm. that's the format I prefer. Like I said, I wish the Scream series would move those actors into a... Yeah, know, I, yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, if we're rebooting stuff or whatever, adding more stories onto it, I think having a long-running thing would be much more beneficial to the story but uh. yeah folks um let us know what you think of the lord of the rings magic the gathering set please comment down below or what do you think of more lord of the rings films um would you rather them reboot would you rather them make you know expand the universe let us know in the comments please we'd love to hear them well, i'm trying uh, to find any a lot of people saying like make a proper earth sea adaptation like i know sci-fi did like earth sea stuff for a while but they're like why not try another fantasy series that could flourish and do well? Like, you know, what you did with Dune, basically. Yeah, Dune is... Um, they're making a TV show around Dune also, aren't they? Maybe I think they were supposed to, yeah, like about the Benny Gesserits. That'd be fun. Right. I know we're getting a um, Blade Runner television series with the team who did the newest movie. So I just go back to the, Mar the, the magic stuff. If, if folks are interested, that stuff comes out. I just looked at it. Our first spoiler is March 14th, and then it debuts May 30th. Pre-release June 16th. So we're going to get just a, kind of a, a release in a couple of months. But I, nice. I want to get back into magic, but it's just so confusing because I don't know what sets are standard because they're releasing so many sets. So as somebody who's like not actively into it, it's really hard to follow. I, my rule of thumb with that would be, and I could be wrong, so people in the comments keep me honest here, but I think if it's a themed thing, I would imagine it's probably not standard. If it's a Warhammer thing, if it's a Lord of the Rings thing, 
I would imagine they're going to probably keep that out of the standard, but I could be wrong. But because that's that's the tournament format, right? So I would imagine they're going to want to keep it to like their in-house like types of cards. But Godzilla was standard for a little bit, wasn't he? The Godzilla stuff was just lands, I thought. Oh no, you're right. No, maybe I don't know. I'd have to look. I don't. It shows you how much I've been out of removed from the theme stuff, as I don't know. It but, shows you how confusing it is too. <laughs> yeah, but that's a quick Google search, right? Because you, yeah. it's standard is just like a list of a certain sets. So it's just like it's probably six or seven. But standard's never been my format, just because of how expensive it is. Like, because every three or four months it rolls a set out, so you have to revamp your deck and change it up. It's just, it's just a money grab, which is fine. People enjoy it, but unless you're, if you're hyper competitive, it's probably the right format for you. Yeah, guys. Um, Fun. <laughs> Sorry, I got nothing to yeah. contribute to the magic. Yeah, no, I get it. No, I get it. <laughs> I went to start playing Arena, and you got to buy cards on there in order to be competitive. Yeah, I, 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 a lot of people I know that play on Arena, I don't. I, I like paper. Uh, but if you play on Arena, uh, I would suggest going into the Brawl format because that way you only have to have one card. That's a, it's a single card format. So you have a deck of, I don't I think it's 90 or 60. It doesn't matter. Either, either one, you only have one of one of a card. So it's easier to kind of build a competitive deck that way. So you don't have to get four of a thing. Because we're in a 60-card format and you can have duplicates. Everyone there is going to have three or four of a card you want, and you're just going to get steamrolled for a while. Are you, are you it is psycho. Yeah, you <laughs> it is psycho. <laughs> That's psycho business practices, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, the Mandalorian is back this week. I Isn't am it? excited. Yeah, it's um, back on the 3rd of March, I believe. Sweet. Can't wait, man. We're going to have double Pedro Pascal coming to our TV screens and very similar roles. <laughs> <laughs> Just have him wear a mask the whole time for one of them. But <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Um, I can't wait. I I did not watch Andor. I need to watch Andor. Uh, but I'm excited to check this out. I like watching it with Tony. It's like our thing to do. More Grogu instead of Ella. I thought your thing to do was watch him play video games. That's also our thing to do. I was watching. <laughs> I was watching him play the Quarry, which the Quarry is more or less a watch and play, even if you're playing. So. It's a lot of fun. That game is awesome. The writing on that game is so much fun. But um, yeah, I can't wait for The Mandalorian to come out. Um, Scott Lang's book from Ant-Man and the Wasp is a real book. <laughs> I listened to it. Yes. I found that out while I was taking a shower. Uh, but um, I can't wait. Um, it's going to be super exciting. And um, Rogers the Musical is becoming a thing at Disneyland. That's awesome. Oh, oh I, before I forget... Um, Cocaine Bear. If I don't see it this week, I'm going to go crazy because I want to see that movie very bad. Yeah, I really want to see that one, honestly. (laughs) Why? I wanted to go yesterday, but something came up. (laughs) It looks fun. It's getting uh, mostly positive buzz. Yeah, because I'm I'm assuming it doesn't take itself too seriously, right? I imagine this is just like very late. Oh, yeah. The 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 true story is actually boring and depressing. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's pig, but with a cocaine bear. (laughs) <laughs> I love basically it. well yeah it's just like it died <laughs> there. But, it, yeah. but all this other zany stuff that happens in the movie none of that so no levity it's just died <laughs> just 
three hours of a panning shot around a bear. <laughs> now that would be Criterion Collection worthy cocaine bear. It's for the Oscars. <laughs> Rest in peace, Ray Liotta. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to see that. That that should be a lot of fun. And ridiculous. Like I want to see that. I want to see the Winnie the Pooh movie, even though I'm not hearing great things. That thing is getting crushed, like by everybody. So I mean, I would rather. That's I'm gonna wait for VHS type of thing. Is, yeah. is it the VHS? <laughs> <laughs> is it, that, that's not theatrical release, is it? Yeah, it came yeah, out. It's, it's it's in it was a limited it's, thing. I they thought it was just going to be like one of those streaming on Amazon things that I casually skip over. No, it came. I thought it was going to but the tickets were super expensive. Like it was sixteen dollars for a ticket, I think. So I was like, I'm not even going to go to this thing. I know it's going to yeah. be bad. So I'm not I, AMC had it at a recent, a decent price, okay. but um, no, they were only playing like one showtime a yeah. day for it. <laughs> I right. I want to see the sequel to it because I, I the sequel they're going to have a budget for it because it's still doing well in the box office. So. It's the sequel I'm excited to check out, but people were mad that Tigger's not in the movie, and it's like, well, Tigger wasn't involved with. They got to save something, book. yeah. So well, he's still he's still copyrighted, isn't he? Yeah, they don't have the rights to Tigger. They don't have the rights to a few things that people were like, "Where's this? This isn't my Winnie the Pooh." Well, sorry, that's Disney's Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, I think there's only a, like four or five characters technically. <laughs> I, that... I don't think this is ever going to be your Winnie the Pooh if you're <laughs> crazy fanfics at home about Winnie the Pooh murdering people with pots. Funny. What's that? What's that meme? It's like we got Winnie the Pooh at home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So um got topics here, guys. Uh did anybody see that Mortal Kombat 12 is coming? Woohoo! I, I did I did hear about that. I, I am actually psyched for that. Yeah, I'm pretty I excited. Too. Yeah. I, I just beat eleven a couple of months ago, two months ago. I, I enjoyed it. Did you do the uh the DLC or the Yeah, where like where Luke Kang is like crazy? I don't want to do spoilers, but like he well, no, you also like Shang, the Shang Tsung stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. No, I'm excited. I, I'm excited for that. More so, I, I always love, I always do like the added on characters from, you know, other, like the Terminator shows up and sure, that's yeah. fun. But like, I, I am genuinely invested in the story and mythology of mortal, of modern Mortal Kombat now and like how they're trying to make it like seem a little bit grander and more fantasy oriented than just like, Blood and guts beat him up. It's like, sure, there's still that, but here we can have good storytelling and good character development too. Yeah, I agree. I, I went, as soon as I beat eleven, I was like, "What's the whole storyline?" I, I watched I watch videos like the whole story because I was like, "This isn't this is kind of investing. Like, I'm kind of interested in this whole thing." Well, I guess this this actual like storyline. I mean, there was a storyline in like you know the end screens of the original games and stuff. Sure. Like they just give you a little summary of like here's what happened with this character and so forth. And uh, I think. They just decided let's actually like tell a lin linear story through the games with fighting. Uh, with what was that one in the 360? Was it just the it was the reboot of Mortal Kombat? I think so. I think you're right. And it was like Mortal Kombat one through three, I think that they did in one game. And then it was like, oh yeah, and uh, Raiden basically broke the world. So yeah, here's the yeah. effects afterwards, which I kind of liked. I liked that it was like here's this dark turn where heroes didn't win. Yeah, nobody expects Raiden to go off the dark into the dark side though, too, right? So that was a cool twist. At least I thought so. Mm -hmm. He's kind of the beacon of uh, the right thing to do for a while. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he was his end justifies the mean. They mm-hmm. clearly painted him as like an end justifies the mean kind of character, and then people took that to their advantage in the universe and stuff. I, I, I don't know. I still like the cheesiness of the 90s Mortal Kombat movies. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I've, I, I've enjoyed every movie just for different things. Like, oh, even yeah. if they're bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you enjoyed all even Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Yeah, as a kid, that oh, was yeah. like, I came out, right, I mean, it came out when I was, I don't know, a preteen, uh, young teenager. Like, that was that was killer for me. I was like, whatever, we're fighting and we're turning into lizards and things. That's cool. I, 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 I enjoyed it then and now for the same reason. Just like, it's it's so terrible, but it's so entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the so new movie quite R.I.P. Johnny Cage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope we get um, a collection. I really want Mortal Kombat 2 and 3, especially on my current systems. Like, be be nice. so- I mean, it's not like there's a lot to those games, so I would assume that they probably could bundle them into a yeah. movie thing. They haven't already? I could have sworn I mean, I too, yeah. They did yeah, I could have sworn I saw them on. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, I probably saw them on the marketplace for 360 stuff back in the day. Yeah, I mean, if they don't pour it over to Steam, I'm very surprised. They should do that in terms of like having a collection based thing because that'd be very convenient. Yeah, we get Mortal Kombat, we get Street Fighter and Tekken all in the same year. Hmm. I mean, I'm I'm definitely excited about Mortal Kombat. Modern Street Fighter, I haven't really gotten into. Like, I played a little bit of the last one that came out like last year, and I'm like, okay, this just isn't my thing. But Tekken, I've never been excited about Tekken. Yeah. The only thing I liked about Tekken was back in high school during art class, we got to watch someone brought in like the the VHS of the anime, and that thing was god awful. <laughs> I liked Tekken 2 on the PlayStation. It's the last Tekken game I think I was super stoked <laughs> to play. But, you know, it's cool we're getting all the fighters this year. So if that's your thing, then go yeah. for it but Mortal Kombat has my soul like I love that game franchise so I much Shao Tsung has your soul yeah <laughs> your soul got sucked sold <laughs> for a lot of quarters in the arcade or in the actually in the that rank yeah. I miss cool. going to movie theaters and there being like arcades they still don't have they don't have arcades not it, not here hmm. there there's this one regal close by me where I haven't been there in like a couple of months, but I, I could have sworn like they have like a little alcove still dedicated to like claw machines and some in some arcades. Yeah, I've seen some claw machines in theaters. Nothing like the old like Area Fifty One shooters and things like that. Those are. Oh, well, they got like a. I think they had like what was that one? No, not not Lethal Enforcers. That's an old school one. But um, you know, like a you take the gun and shoot it, like a House of the Dead type of yeah, yeah. cabinet. Oh, cool. Yep. So. Lethal Enforcers. What? Lethal Enforcers. That's a throwback. I used to love that game. Remember when everyone was having a hissy fit over that? Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that and uh, Night Trap. Those were the big the big hullabaloos in the 90s for like, these video games are turning our kids into g- degenerates. Yeah, Mortal Kombat was one of those too. Oh yeah, definitely. There's blood. It's awful. They're decapitating people. Cocaine Bear was number one at the box office this weekend. As it should be. Awesome. That looks like everything. It's like Sharknado. <laughs> Topple Quantum Mania. Jeez. It did $21 million. <sighs> next, next to me, Cocaine Badger. It's going to be crazy. 
Now, that is the fun thing that people are doing online right now is they're just saying, like, what other animals on drugs they want to see in this universe. <laughs> Cocaine giraffe. Or the mescaline otter or something like that. <laughs> That's a good topic for remake next time. It's like, what? Pick an animal and a drug and pitch yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it has to be, but, you know, it has to be based in a real true story that's depressing as hell what have you guys been reading watching playing i just picked up uh, the latest issue of uh the power rangers ninja turtles 2 crossover and nice. by the way jason i will have you on at some point on full price for lay pizza to talk about power rangers turtles team up number one if you'd like but i would love to i'm gonna reread it just for that this this sequel series is kind of fun like they're doing fun stuff with both rangers and turtles and awesome. shredders in the mix and casey jones is there krang and all the villains are there rita and all her villains are there so it's it's actually like high stakes stuff like stuff gets depressing is angel groove is like a police state now i think or something is it uh boom that makes the comic uh, I believe so. I believe it's Boom that's distributing this one. I'll have to they, recheck, but they do so many fun crossovers. I, mm. I love like all the crossovers I've read. They they turn them into some fun reads. But yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm not going to spoil this latest issue for you, but I think you'll like it. I think you'll like what they do with the Rangers, especially when they don't have the ability to morph. <laughs> that's nice. nice. Unfortunately, I've not really seen much, but I do plan on watching. Like, I saw Carnival Row, Carnival Row season two came out, which I love season one, so I'm hoping to watch that. So, like, Woman King, so I should have a lot more stuff next week, but not, not much reading or watching as I've been able to do this week. But you uh, just reminded me of uh, I, I mentioned this on my socials like last week, but I, I watched that Netflix show, uh, Kunk on Earth, which was is. It good? Oh yeah, no, I, I like it a lot. I'm gonna check out probably the uh, other series because it's by the guy who did, who does like Black Mirror and stuff, and it stars mm -hmm. this actress called Diane Morgan, uh, and she her character is hilarious. Like she, she apparently did a series before called Conk on Britain, so it was very English specific. So I'm curious about that. But this is like all around the world, and just this this TV sh show host who just gets everything wrong about world history and has to have experts explain it to her. And like, I love these experts too, because they're being like so patient. I mean, they, they're in on the bit and they know like she's a character obviously, but like they exude so much like, well, actually, you know, you're, you're, you're not quite right. <laughs> like they're just being very like, civil and trying to walk her through stuff. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I need to check it out because she was uh, one of the leads of the IT crowd, and I freaking love her so much. She's so funny. No, no, I, I, I love this character. So yeah, she, she does an amazing job. Like she does great deadpan comedy very well. Mm -hmm. Um, I, uh, I, wa I binged all of Ginny in Georgia. I really like that show. Very fun dramedy. What's that um, about? I'm not sure I heard it. It's about um, a 15-year-old who gets pregnant, but it's about the you know her in her 30s raising a 15-year-old. Um, okay. It's a lot of um, fun, like funny stuff and drama stuff. It's a good mix of comedy and drama. Uh, the acting on it's pretty solid. So I watched all of that. Um, I uh, haven't been reading. Like I need to get back on my reading horse because I was doing so well. I like read four books last month, and then this month it's just been like 
stalled. I can't. I don't know. Just been busy with work and so forth. But yep, it's a winter slump. I get that way too. It's like I don't pick up reading until like around March or at least like hardcore reading where I'm I can go outside a little bit more. I like reading outside quite a bit. So once the weather picks up, I'll definitely have like a book in hand and just like find a rock to sit on. I um. I, I've been working on getting, booking guests. Like uh, next week, John and I were interviewing Daniel Roebuck, who was uh, Matt Locke's assistant, but he's also in uh, so much stuff. He played um, um, Arts, Arnst on Lost, and I'm very excited to talk to him. Um, he's in a lot of stuff. Uh, look him up. But um, I, we got our first interview from Netflix proper. They sent us an interview, which I'm super stoked about. I uh, can't wait to do that on Wednesday. So that's where my head has been, has been trying to book guests for the podcast and stuff, yeah. which is very nervous because you're just waiting for these responses. Like, am I going to get in? Am I going to get in? Yes. <laughs> we should try to get the bear from Cocaine Bear. <laughs> I we just know, sit man. there for 10 minutes just staring at a bear. Great. <laughs> I'd like to interview the director <laughs> of Cocaine Bear, Elizabeth Banks. I love her. <gasps> We should rotoscope you like as a bear and just have us interview yeah. you. Like, well, no, you just got to get that AI uh, program to be like set to my audio. You know, like Mike as the cocaine bear. <laughs> How weird is the shoot? <laughs> But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Daniel Roebuck was in the uh, Star Wars Fallen Jedi. He was in the Fugitive movies, 911, all of the um, uh, Rob Zombie movies. He played Grandpa in the new Munsters film. I saw your post about him, and I didn't recognize him at first just because it's been several years. But I'm like, oh, yeah, he's one of the U.S. Marshals. I was like, mm-hmm. I remember him. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. So we're so excited. Obviously, we're excited to talk to him about Matlock, but I'm more excited to talk to him about Lost. Yeah. So I can't wait. And then, um, yeah, that's been my week watching Ginny and Georgia. Uh, the Goldbergs was canceled, which I'm a f- I still watch the show, but I watch it now more out of habit than as of a huge fan. So that show should have been like done four years ago. Like the guy that the show's based off of took his name off the show like years oh, ago. Really? Yeah, Evan Goldberg. It no longer says Evan Goldberg presents the Goldbergs. It just says the Goldbergs. But um. Yeah, so what was the downfall of it? Just bad writing or what? It just got away from the way it started. Like it was based on his family yeah. for most of it. And then it stopped being based on his family and became a little bit more of a parody of what the original show was. Gotcha. And it's like set in the 80s too, right? Yeah. So it's a lot of, from what I hear, 80s references. And it's like the well can run dry on that eventually. Sure, sure. And all, didn't I hear, all, what's his name? Uh, Jeff Garland? He, yeah, he, he had he, he left the show, right? Or he was kicked off the show or something. Yeah, he kept getting HR talking to him because he'd make inappropriate jokes on set. Oh, okay. So and yeah. he's like, he's like, they don't do this to me on curb, I'm out. <laughs> and he left. <laughs> and he's like, but he's like the dad in the in the in the family. So it's like, what have they been doing in place of him? They killed him. Um, oh, they <laughs> go to, of course. <laughs> Sorry. Did that happen to your family in real life? Real life dude? Goldberg. Jeff Garland is the reason I started watching the Goldbergs to begin with, because I find that guy like absurdly funny. But um, yeah, that's just not it, it needed to be canceled a little bit ago. Sorry, ABC. <laughs> like, it gives time. 
Yes, yeah, apologize to the conglomerate that's milking money out of their yeah, show. Disney. Let's apologize to Disney. My apologies, Disney. I mean, I guess, yeah, they could slam us with something. So, yeah, sincere apologies for making fun of your show, Disney. Sorry, Mouse. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, Mickey. <laughs> well, um, I don't really have very many topics left. I don't you know. You told us we had a lot. <laughs> you told us. Well, I woke did. up. I woke up to, to talk for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I will fall asleep on camera right now if you need me to. <laughs> that was I mean, we would wait until Mike falls asleep to end the thing. Just like just stare at him. Like, We're gonna narrate Mike sleeping. <laughs> I, I could go into my more in depth why I'm like very dismissive of quantum quantum media, if you like. <laughs> We can get a review, sure. Yeah, I can. I'll just be like, um, I mean, general audiences obviously enjoy it enough, so it's not like it's failing or anything like that. But it's very confused about what it wants to do. Like the Ant Man humor that typically works in these movies didn't work for me because it's overshadowed by like whatever they're trying to do with the Phase Five setting up stuff. Like Jonathan Major, I will agree, Jonathan Majors is the best part of the movie. So is that the actor that played Kang? Because I yeah. agree that's actually yeah. I I want the movie that he's in. I want more of that and less of like what like it, this it it doesn't have to be an Ant-Man movie. Like Ant-Man yeah. is completely like secondary to everything else that they're trying to set up with this villain. Like it could have been any other Marvel character. All the other supporting casts are shoved to the side. Like Paul Rudd looks tired. He looks like he's he wants out of this too. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer is really good too. Like she gets to do something a little bit more, which is great because Michelle Pfeiffer is awesome. Yeah, Michael um, Douglas does more in this movie too. He gets he the coolest part of the whole movie. <laughs> he, get, he gets to put his finger to his ear and summon CGI ants. Mm -hmm. The ants are pretty cool. Though. And he gets to put his hands in CGI goo. Yeah, that was pretty. And cool. he gets to be called Grandpa, like an insincere <laughs> way. So yippee! And the, it's very telling that he's like, "I'll come back for another one if they kill me." <laughs> so uh bill murray's wasted in this but i mean i was expecting that because bill murray is in total i don't care just put me in a movie and pay me mode yeah but he, apparently bill like, murray uh sought this movie out i'm sure yeah. because someone in his family was like hey we like marvel movies or hey you can make a lot of money showing up for five minutes in a marvel movie so but he's, ever, yeah, sorry. Oh, go ahead, dude. Uh, I just like, have you guys ever watched that Bill Murray documentary thing where he just like it just kind of follows his life? It's a, the film. The di director of that is trying to just find talk to Bill Murray. So it's like it's like the whole progression of like the folklore of Bill Murray. It's 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 a fun watch. I watched it on a flight once. He doesn't I mean, even back have an agent. Like it's hard to get Bill Murray on a movie. Yeah. Like for just calling his phone number. Back <laughs> in the back in the 2010s, you could just go to any party in Brooklyn and you'd probably run into him he'd probably be cleaning up the house or something or that was the stories he was telling like he, like there's random people in north carolina was having like an open door like party he you just walk in bill murray's doing the dishes for him like it just <laughs> but yeah so ant-man and the wasp it's just like whatever i it's i found it to be boring honestly so and i like modok uh typically i don't like that they could have done something actually interesting with this character. And instead they're just like, ha, 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 baby legs, ha, 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 big head. The CGI is terrible on him too. So I feel bad. I mean, and that's not against like yeah, the stretch the, head was pretty bad. They didn't yeah. That's really not against bad. like the effect studios that work on this because I'm sure they're 
literally worked to the bone by Marvel. Um, but yeah, it just didn't look good. And I hated that Corey Stahl is completely wasted in the role. Like they turn, he could have been a menacing, complex, sympathetic character. They turned him into a constant, like recurring joke. Mm-hmm. Same with that one dude who can read minds. His one joke: "Stop thinking that, because I can't. I can't control it. Stop yeah. thinking that. Stop thinking that. Stop thinking that." Like, I get it. This joke sucks. Move on or be more serious. <laughs> Do something other than this, because it doesn't work. And again, no Michael Pena. So, <laughs> I liked both of those characters uh, quite a bit. Uh, I, I would like a version where they're actually like interesting. I, I, I think the idea of those characters can be interesting but they settled on the lowest common denominator of let's get a laugh yeah yeah the comedy in, the, in this movie was pretty on the nose it's there was no subtlety to it for most of it so it's just fine though it was good though i i liked the movie but it, to your point it was a popcorn flick it was there's nothing there's no depth it's just I'm, show up watching space stuff or i guess micro universe stuff this this was like the well the cinch point for me is going to be guardians 3 if there's something to keep me invested past Guardians 3 in Guardians 3, sure. But if Guardians 3 is just well-rounded on its own, then I'm like, I'm out. I, I don't care about Kang Dynasty or anything else coming down the pipe after this. Like, give me my Guardians 3, and then I'll see if I still have any enthusiasm to want to watch any of these anymore. Sure. But this one, I was just, I could feel the length of this one. Like, I was watching, I'm just like... Just get it over with, or get back to Jonathan Majors. He's doing something. He was the best part of that movie. <laughs> yeah, he was. I agree. He was absolutely the best part of the movie. But they got me with all the jokes. Like I loved that Scott Lang was listening to his own audiobook in the car. <laughs> I loved. Uh, I, I. I. Yeah. I. I dug it for what it was. It was a popcorn flick, uh, like Justin said. Um, not super below the surface, but I was fine with all the surface layer stuff. As long as you give me a good time in a the theater, I'm ha- pretty happy. What do you think of the movie, Justin? Oh, Mike's gonna say something. Uh, I, will, I will say it was there was a moment towards the end of the film where I'm like, oh, oh, this could be kind of interesting if they stop the movie right here, if they leave off here. But then it's like, nope, gotta tie it into the feel good happy ending. I'm like, no, and why would you do that? This is a more compelling ending. Like, leave it on this cliffhanger. This would be. I know like, what you're talking about. What you exactly what I'm talking about. I'm like, and I could tell that was a that I could tell that was an immediate like post production like. Nope, CGI portal in the background. Everything's fine. <laughs> there, but but that, that, that almost, would have been more compelling for sure. It almost That'd had me there at the end, where I'm like, "This could be interesting to leave it off on this." Mm-hmm. Cool, but no, I, I'm probably somewhere in the middle. I I I enjoyed it. Like, it was a popcorn flick. It was there. There's no depth to it, but it was on the nose. Like it's almost like Marvel's attempt at like a Star Trek or a Star Wars. That's how I felt. Oh, it was uh, definitely an attempt at a Star yeah, Wars movie. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a great one, but a it prequel was a movie. Yeah. yeah. That was better than the prequels. <laughs> In my opinion. <laughs> I hate I mean, it's, it's, it's Maybe the same glass screen in Australia, I'm sure. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was fine. It wasn't that good. It wasn't that bad. I watched Megan. I did watch Megan. I forgot I watched Megan. You like it? I've not seen I, it. I liked it a lot. It um, it was everything the Chucky remake wanted to be, but just never got to. You know, with bringing in an AI to help, quote unquote, raise your child. What happens with that? And uh, it, it was very, very good. I was really, really impressed with it. And um, I'm curious what they're going to do with the sequel that they're working on, where the story goes from here. But 
this movie on its own was really good. I, I, I'm a fan of Blumhouse in general, so you can take what I say with a grain of salt. But the people that are praising this movie, they, they got it right. Like, it was really, really well done. Well, that's a universal – well, because Blumhouse is tied in with a lot of Universal Studios stuff. So, yeah, uh, I, I'm curious to see it because I've been hearing nothing but good stuff about it. And between this one and uh, the M. Night Shyamalan one and Cabin – or, uh, yeah, Knock on Cabin, Cabin, Cocaine Bear, of course, and, like – I think like those are all universal related, right? Yeah. Those are yeah. all distributed by universal. Like this is what they need to do. Like I know they tried to do their whole dark universe, whatever thing a couple years back. It's like, no, just focus on doing really good horror stuff. Cause those things can recoup like a lot at the box yeah. office. Yeah, for sure. If especially if they're done for cheap. Like the, the thing I like about Blumhouse studios is that they try things like you get the Halloween remakes, but with every Halloween remake, there's like 10 original ideas that come out from their studios. And, you know, they don't all land perfectly, but I just like that they're doing things like they're yeah, trying they're things. Yeah. yeah. And this one they hit a home run with. Like, I, I loved it a lot. And cool. I can't wait to see. I, I can't wait to see the sequel. Um, Again, I don't know where it goes from here, but this first one was so good. Yeah. I'm, I have no interest in watching it, not because I'm sure it's a good movie. It's just the Megan doll creeps me out. Yeah, you'd be scared too easily. <laughs> it's free on Peacock right now if you have a Peacock membership. I I'm I'm always fascinated by these like what are sp start off maybe as like one off sort of like offbeat horror science fiction type of uh, flicks. Like I revisited a what was it Upgrade. Last oh, week. I like the upgrade a lot. I like the upgrade a lot, and I still, I still really like it, like stylistically, and uh, Logan Marshall Green's like performance is really good too in that. And but yeah, it was reminding me a lot, like yeah, Megan might be a good like pairing with something like Upgrade or something. Yeah, or maybe an ex Machina if you want to get like real deep in the second feature. Mm -hmm. Man, yeah. ex Machina freaked me out. The, the ending of that movie blew me so away. Good. I was like, yeah, it was like, all right. That's... That is up there. Like, if I did my top 10 movies of like the last 10 years, it would be Ex Machina and uh, The Big Sick would be battling for my number one spot. I've watched Ex Machina so many times. I really like Alicia Vikander's performance in that movie. Oh, they did great. I, I only watched it once, though, because that ending was enough for me. <laughs> the uh the scrolling through all that footage stuff is always unsettling to me like mm -hmm. you see all the you know basically the models like bashing their hands against the wall like just splintering them. i'm like oh my gosh that is terrifying yeah thank you well folks that is our show for today hey! um, <laughs> That the monetization clock should have been going a lot longer than that. I know I screwed it up, and I was like, I haven't had anything running, but it's whatever. And it. also, yeah, it's someone else's clock for. It's like, well, that's why Max isn't here, so we'll just let it run. He's probably cussed like twelve times since we started this podcast, at least. <laughs> I mean, I have a recording of him cursing, but I really don't want to play it. <laughs> Scary. Well, folks, check me out on last week's uh, Hella Dope Toys. It was a fun. I've, it's weird to be interviewed like for two hours because I hate talking about myself. So to have so many questions about me asked, it was really weird. But they, they do such a great show, and I, I highly recommend it. They had a huge audience, too. That's awesome. Good for them. I'm glad. Yeah, and subscribe, follow, like, Three Geeks Podcast. We're doing big things. Uh, check it out. Uh, Justin will release some shorts today or tomorrow. 
And um, check out Mike, youtube.com forward slash Mike McGee TV. He's posted a new video. Mike, tell us about your new video. I haven't posted a new video. I posted a new podcast, podcast. episode over at anchor.fm slash Mike dash McGee nine, which is full price for late pizza. It's a podcast, Jason. I'll get to a video eventually, but I also do podcasts. And that's what I posted <laughs> this weekend was a podcast. I love the dryness of that. I thought I thought you released a video version of the podcast. My fault. No, no. I, I will release a video eventually, maybe pertaining to the podcast, but certainly no podcast was first this weekend. <laughs> well, there you I'm go, tired. folks. Something new from McGTV, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Recycle your droids. <laughs> it's the voice of Mac.